Welcome to Married at the Movies, a podcast where a married couple discusses their often different views on movies. I'm Monica. I'm Sean. And this episode is the most anticipated after the year-end review. It's the Oscars Prediction Review Show. <laughs> is it the one we do next? Because we always seem to lose steam after <laughs> no, the year-end review. It's the one that you hope for next after maybe that's the case. Anyway, who will win? Who should win? Who didn't even get the chance to win? Listen to find out. Uh, but first, since we are technically a movie review podcast and we haven't really reviewed just a movie in a while. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A um, couple weeks. What, Month, we're gonna start month with, and a half. with two uh, quick movies that we have seen recently. Um, the first one being the new and fun thing <laughs> that Regal has started doing. Wow! <laughs> uh, their mystery movie. Yes, uh, it's a mystery. So the concept is basically you pay five dollars to well, go see the movie. Normal people pay. Five dollars. We of the oh, Regal Crown Club pay zero. I thought or we still had to pay for the mystery movie. Regal Unlimited. Oh, no, it's still zero. Oh, okay. So, well, anyway, the regular. Well, I'm sorry, a dollar surcharge. The but normies yes. pay five dollars, <laughs> uh, and but you don't know what movie you're going to see. You know the general runtime of the movie. It's general runtime. Yes, <laughs> not exact, and you know what the movie is rated. Right, uh, and that's pretty much it that's it that's all you know and you don't know until the movie starts and even then when you don't know and then people in front of you take out their cell phones and they're trying to get look up what the movie is you know that's annoying yeah that only uh, happened once though because the other two had title cards true well actually we got there late to the most recent one yeah but that's okay we still figured it out yeah it was uh, very easy to figure out <laughs> so the first time we did it it was um greatest beer run ever mm-hmm. which was an apple the zach no- efron vehicle yes uh, and then it was another Apple movie. It was okay. Movie. Yeah. Just real quick review. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> uh, then we had Spirited, also an Apple movie. Also okay. Also okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then this time we were like, oh, what streaming service is it going to be this time? Uh, but it turns out it was not a streaming service. It nope. was uh, the uh, Missing is the correct verb. Missing, missing. yes. It's mm-hmm. the follow-up to Searching from 2018, which I believe made both of our year-end lists before the podcast. Yeah, it was a really cool. Um, when we just made lists and let them die in our heads because nobody cared. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yes, but you may remember it's the Screen Life style film in which everything that happens take place on a screen, whether a laptop or phone, a a um, yeah security camera all of that kind of good stuff and it the first one starred um john cho who was looking for his daughter who had gone missing Mm -hmm. (laughs) go figure yes um but he was searching for right exactly and also had uh deborah messing in it and um i i thought it was really good it was great it It used the format really well all the tech hung together fairly well Mm -hmm. and um it was really cool so this is the follow-up and not related to the first one right a spiritual successor that takes place in the new screen live cinematic universe Mm -hmm. that was created by these um people um and i believe it's the editors from the first film that are the directors of this one but the same kind of core people uh worked on it which is really awesome Mm -hmm. um yeah so this one is about a uh teenage girl um, whose mother does not come back from a trip with her new boyfriend 
when she says she's going to mm-hmm. and trying to find the missing mother and uh, what goes on after that. And this one I thought was very interesting in that this time it's a slightly more tech savvy person. Um, yeah, with like a you teenager. Know, yeah, mm-hmm. with the with the teenager at the helm, really had a very good grasp on everything that was possible to really try to find a missing person and figure out what's going on via social media, via mm-hmm. other apps, tracking. And she's uh, not emails. even a detective like in the right. first one when their job is to like find missing people. Mm-hmm. She just has the the savvy and the. Um, emotion to find her mom right exactly um we're not gonna get too far into this no spoilers or anything like that Mm -hmm. personally for me i would say go see it it's a very good film there's Mm -hmm. one part at the end where it kind of falls apart for me um at least some of the tech maybe i wasn't paying attention to something um but i'm i'm pretty sure that uh there's like a big kind of what the hey moment yeah. at the end um but the ride i think is mm-hmm. more than enjoyable yeah and... the twists the twists and the turn i mean it was if you if you liked searching you're going to like this one yeah it's not as good i don't right. think as the first one i would but, agree but it's still if you like that that format of the screens and then it, you know oh you think you have it figured out and then oh wait no another twist another twist but not too many twists no like no, just, and just enough amount of twists. Yeah. Yeah. And twists that aren't like, uh, you know, kind of out of left field or seem to break the reality of the yeah, world. Yeah, no, they're not super strange. Yeah, no. Just but... the ones that made the audience all go, oh. Yes. Or, yes. Oh. <laughs> it's a very dramatic yes, audience. It was a fireworks show, yeah. apparently. <laughs> it was a very dramatic audience. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, I would say go see it. I believe it's still in theaters right now, and mm-hmm. you probably have a couple more days to go catch it. Yeah. Quick so, rating out of ten. Go uh, I believe I gave it a seven. Yeah, I gave um, it an I gave it an eight. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty good. Solid sit. Great. Yep. Go yeah. see it. <laughs> so then the next one that we saw uh, very recently this weekend was based on a book that you know of. It's based on a book by an author that I love. Uh, Frederick Bachman is the author. He is Swedish. Most of his it writes his stuff in Swedish, and it's translated. And I read um, so many of his books. And then I went back to this one. was his first one. Uh, it's titled A Man Called Ove. I think it's Ove, actually. Ove. Was it pronounced Yeah, Ove? I saw uh, Tom Hanks was on a youtube channel that i watched and he pronounced it Uve, well it makes so. sense it's swedish yeah um and uh, i couldn't get into that one as easily as i did his other ones maybe because it was his first one and you know his writing style was different so i gave up on it but i still wanted to see the movie because i like frederick Bachman's, you know stuff so and who doesn't like tom hanks so yeah we that's went, yeah I, I figured we had to talk about this because tom hanks is kind of the patron saint of okay. married at the movies right so without tom hanks this podcast not doesn't exist you're right so we had yeah. to pay tribute to go see it yeah so what'd and you think a this movie was a roller coaster of emotions <laughs> i did not think it was going to be that good um mainly just because for a tom hanks movie like nobody even heard of it like it was not yeah, very, it's very well under marketed big time i don't know if it's because it's a swedish movie like coming off of a swedish movie i don't know i think it's a smaller film than he normally makes maybe um, i mean it definitely has more of an independent film vibe to it yeah it's Absolutely. more on the like larry crown side of his career than True. it is on the sleepless in seattle side yeah. you know there's not a mass appeal to this it's a very mm. he's small... also getting older so the roles that he can play are 
a little bit different yeah i think yeah um i i loved it it was a it was not an easy movie to watch it was way more emotional the story is way more um sad than i thought it was gonna be yes uh but also but i should have known his stories tend to be sad but always touching um in it as well this one was just a little more like dark than his stories Mm -hmm. they're like sad but not necessarily dark sad right this one was kind of dark um but i still i loved it i loved the characters i was it was in it i was in with them i loved Otto. um i thought it was i thought it was great yeah Mm -hmm. um i concur Mm -hmm. i mean it's um okay i mean we say no spoilers but this isn't really a spoiler to say that the film is about a, a man who is forced to retire and mm-hmm. in the first 10 minutes you see him attempt suicide yes so if any of that is like triggering to you in any way i would say mm-hmm. you know it's probably best to avoid this film true um but i think regardless it is kind of a really um beautiful film in mm-hmm. a way um it's a uh, hopeful mm-hmm. in a lot of um kind of character development and and things that happen and it, it's really kind of after such a few isolating years for everybody i think it really kind of also shows the importance of meeting your neighbors meeting mm-hmm. people in your community and really connecting with people on um personal levels mm-hmm. and um yeah i thought it was highly effective um it's kind of sad that it, it will go largely i think untalked about yeah it was- um I think it's a movie every, well, I mean, not every, like, it's not a movie for children. No. Uh, but uh, it's definitely a movie I think everyone can, like, yeah, get on board with. And yeah, there's you some... can fall in love with him, you know, the lovable curmudgeon mm-hmm. yeah. type of idea. Yeah. There's, uh, there's some genuinely funny moments. There's some very dark, funny moments. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a... Uh a couple of cute kids there's you know there's cute stuff there mm-hmm. it's it's very just kind of a slice of life in a in a sense that it you know it spans a, a decent amount of time but is mostly about kind of a, a few days so yeah i haven't cried that hard since uh everything everywhere all at once i think yeah yeah i did a lot of crying in this one yeah but it was like mostly like nice crying nice crying like, no, like, it was, <laughs> not an ugly cry yeah. oh, well from the whale <laughs> yeah um yeah no i i definitely think everybody should see it i gave it i, I would give it a nine out of ten i believe i gave it a nine as well mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i i think you should definitely go watch it if you can you know get on board with a um tough drama topic. like yeah, it's and a, and a tough topic it's, it's a yeah. drama through and through you know yeah. It, um yeah but it's very good and you actually said the magic words there for a minute. I thought you were leading us in a transition into our big topic for the week. Oh. By saying everything everywhere all at once. Oh, yeah. Because our topic because for this week it's, is... It's the second most anticipated topic, which is the Oscar predictions. Um, so the Oscar? Sm- Oscar. Okay. Oscar predictions. The Oscar predictions. <laughs> Um, this morning, uh, this morning the nominations were released, uh, and I think we are both happy, a little surprised, but mostly happy. I the, am, and then also a little confused. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I think generally mostly good in the major categories. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple head scratchers in here. Um, yeah, there's one that makes me more angry than 
than anything else. Ooh, I um, can't wait to hear what we you can, this. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah, later. so we're gonna um we're gonna go through um the big six. The, the, yeah, the major categories. Uh, we'll list off what they what they were to begin with, and then we're each gonna talk about which one we um, want to win, which one we think will win. And then if there were anybody anybody or anything that we think might have been snubbed. Yeah, any replacements we would make. Yeah, because or, yeah, I don't know if you did this for your list, but for me, like I wrote in my snub in place of oh, the ones okay. that... I can do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think we do have to have the caveat of one film that has a lot of nominations here we have yet to see because it's not out yet is Women Talking. Yes. Um. So... It is playing at our local theater and we will probably change that fact this weekend. Yeah, maybe I would a, say a second podcast after we see it. betting money, you're not going to win big on that one because the odds are probably even money. Yeah. But uh, So if you have seen Women Talking and you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, how could they not pick Women Talking? Well, that's why, because we haven't seen it yet. But we still wanted to do this podcast today. Absolutely. Because we were excited about it. Yes. And because the longer we wait, the longer it doesn't happen. And that is not good in podcasting. Consistency is key. Yeah. All right. So let's dive into it. Um, The first category we're going to talk about is um, adapted screenplay. Um, So the nominees were All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, Living, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. Uh, Sean, why don't you start it off with... uh, what do you uh, think should win? What do I think should win? Mm-hmm. Well, this one is a bit of a head scratcher to me because honestly, I don't know what it's adapted from. But I think that Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, mm-hmm. should win. Mm-hmm. Um, it is everything you want in a whodunit, plus a little bit of social commentary, plus a lot of humor, mm-hmm. plus some really great acting and just like whip smart dialogue mm-hmm. that I very much enjoyed thoroughly. Um, I mean, when you're looking at uh, the other the other ones in this category. Um, you know, obviously, I couldn't personally say women talking yet, as yeah. we just said, um, nor could I say all quiet on the Western Front. Um, but I feel like that one, to me, screams the annual movie that gets nominated for a lot of things and doesn't win anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Living, we also have not seen. Top Gun, I- honestly, I have absolutely no idea why this is nominated. I really don't. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, um, fun fact, I just discovered, apparently, yes. under the um, the rules of the Oscars, mm, yes. uh, you can be, like, just any sort of sequel can be then considered adapted. Mm, okay. So maybe they thought they had a better chance in the adapted category than I mean, the looking at looking at the films nominated in yes. the other category, I think that was a great decision yeah, by the so producers. It, so they, any, you can put, you can put your movie in for adapted under any sequel so okay. just because daniel craig's character is in this one yes. they can Benoit classify Blanc. it as a sequel yep so that's okay. why it's in fun fact okay well how about you who should win or who do you want to win so i think this one is a tough one without seeing women talking yes um, and living too which i've heard great things yeah about. because top gun is bleh, you know i don't know <laughs> um all quiet on the restaurant front could be really good but i don't really like more movies so yeah. i know it's not gonna be well, my the thing. academy loves them. yes exactly um so i kind of put i think that i think that women talking will win mm-hmm. um what i want to win like right now is glass onion mm-hmm. but i think i'm probably gonna end up changing that after i see women talking right and just I, I, cause, yeah just from what i've heard about it i kind of do too yeah cool. um i i said that living 
I think, we'll might win. win. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's just like a gut thing. Once I see them both, that might change. Um, although I, I guess Women Talking is probably the safer bet out of all five of these mm-hmm. films. I think Glass Onion won't win. There's like no chance that it wins. I don't think so either. Um, but it, it's what I would love to see win, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, are there any? I didn't have any uh, ones that I thought were missing from this list. Did I didn't you? either just because I don't, I couldn't think of much more that was an adaptation. I don't know why I went Cajun I might be, on that. Yeah, I might be missing something that I didn't know was adapted. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't. Although actually. Actually. Well, let's talk about our next one and then I'll talk about what I think might have been snubbed. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. We might have the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so put us through the uh, the original uh, nominees. Sure. Yeah. The nominees were The Banshees of Sharon, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. Now, this is a category that we've seen all of them. We have. So we can make a fairly educated guess and a very opinionated True. opinion yes. so in your opinionated opinion yes who do you want to win i think if anyone listens to the show or has talked to me at all in the past year <laughs> knows that i'm going with everything ever all at once yes as am i um and i think for both right yes, yes. i think it's going to will win. and should win yeah i think I th- it will i think that in in the worst case scenario travesty of all travesties this is the only thing it wins i think that okay. this one is a lock for everything the original I, okay yeah i can agree with that yes but um, let's hope it doesn't go there yeah um <laughs> i mean on any other year in any other world banshees of Minnie sharon that's what i've absolutely said before wins. that's the only movie in some categories that i'm okay with it yes. losing out to yes but it still it, better win a bunch of them the the <laughs> script and the dialogue and everything in banshees is absolutely pitch perfect yeah it's just that everything everywhere all at once is a generational film yeah and too it, bad banshees didn't come out the year of uh green book yo yeah that just would have won way over that one well it probably would have lost still because (laughs) the oscars are were still even worse than they are now but um okay so in this one i did have a snub i don't know if you did i did well first of all let's um take out the garbage of tar oh i was gonna say fable wins at least tar was no tar was at least original See, this is where, to me, oh, The Fablemans is an adaptation of Steven of Spielberg's okay, own life. Okay, well, then I, I agree with you on that. We take it out on the technicality that it's not adapted. Yeah. I mean, that it's not original. Right, exactly. Okay. All right, we take out The Fablemans or okay. Tar. Is the only so I'm, I'm interested to see what you would put in because I kind of doubt that it was the same film that I... Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So what would you have nominated? Vengeance. Okay, so we are on the same yes. page. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought The Vengeance in... If you're looking at the category original something that hasn't been told before is an absolute original tale that has a lot of um you know relevancy Mm -hmm. today it was smart it was funny it was sad it was suspenseful i mean it's it's ultimately a mystery who got murdered thing but it's Mm -hmm. a very unique you know someone that's you know pretending to be her boyfriend and it's not something i've ever seen before right and it was totally shocking that it was so good (laughs) yes yeah and that's the other thing like i wish there was a category for like 
first-time filmmaker, like rookie mm-hmm. of the year, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I feel like people like B.J. Novak, or I'm sure there's a couple of other films in there that were like first-time mm-hmm. out of the gate type films that like really deserve to be rewarded in some sense, but yeah. they don't stand a chance against the Spielbergs and the, say, doesn't stand a chance against the Fablemans. the Martin McDonough's even, yeah. and you know, and it's it's just sad. Like, yeah, like because isn't there? Um, doesn't one of them, the Golden Globes, or somebody do a like? rising star award yes i want to say some of the guilds do something somebody does like rising star like that would be interesting for like directing or writing yeah yeah and i i think vengeance like literally blew me away when i Mm -hmm. saw it yeah it was was so good it was it would have been it would have been really cool to see it yeah i i hated myself for being like is benji is uh bj novak a genius yeah i don't oh i don't want to say that but i think he might be but he might be (laughs) so we we agreed on on that one yes we did in there all Um, right yeah so next category yeah next category would be we're going to go to the supporting categories uh so we will go on to um supporting actress Wait, is that what we're doing? Yeah, supporting actress. Sure. Yes. Um, and so these categories, uh, we had Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, like them. Mm-hmm. Um, Han Chow, I'm not sure if I think that's how they pronounce their name, for The mm-hmm. Whale, uh, Carrie Condon for Banshees of Inisherin, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Stephanie Sue, both for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes. Yes. Uh, so who should or no? Who do you want to win? Who do I want to win? This one is a tough, really one. difficult. Yeah. Again, we've seen all the films nominated in this category, mm-hmm. and all of these performances, save maybe one, mm-hmm. is okay. deserving. Um, no, I I said that Angela Bassett only only because I don't like the film. Mm-hmm. I think her performance is is riveting. Yes. Um, for me though, personally, if I'm choosing like my favorite performance out of these, it's Carrie Condon from Banshees of Inisherin. She was very good. She was incredible. Mm-hmm. And in a in a film that's so much about men, she is the one that really brings like just everything to mm-hmm. uh, like wraps it up in a bow and like really kind of brings into stark relief like th- the things that actually matter yeah. in the film. And I thought her performance was was masterful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she would she would get my vote, honestly. Uh-huh. Um, but Jamie Lee Curtis is also excellent, you yeah. know, and she's like right there in like one A for mm-hmm. me. So who who would you? Yeah, well, I think everything you just said about Carrie Condon is true. Also of um, Hung Chow from the the Whale, mm-hmm. that she really helped to like bring a lot of the conflict like into light. Um, that I thought she was very good too. So this one I have three. Who I want to win, you have, okay. who should win, and who will win. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. I want Stephanie Sue to win mm-hmm. because I just think she was great. and She was excellent. She's up and coming and we saw her perform on Broadway, so that was cool. Right. Uh, yes. So I want her to win. Humble brag. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> and just, you know, and I just think her character is awesome and yes. complicated and I think she does a really great job. Mm-hmm. So I want her to win. Um, who should win, I think, should be Carrie Condon for Banshees. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who will win, it's going to be Angela Bassett. Oh, really? I do think I think so. it's going to be Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, you think so? I do. I mm. don't think that she... I could be wrong. I can't... Um, 
I don't know her background, but I feel like this is one of those kind of lifetime achievement Oscars that's going to be given out. Oh, okay. Like she's uh, not in a lot of films that get Oscar nomination, like recognition. Okay. Like her, she started out as like the final girl, right, mm-hmm. from Halloween, mm-hmm. and like has done so much for the industry to like create that and make that like this source of badass women in film Mm -hmm. and then did a lot of other movies you know some stuff that like had a little bit more weight to it but never got really taken seriously because i think where she started like a pity vote you think i mean it happens all the time like dicaprio did not deserve his oscar for the revenue no he did not no (laughs) but he got one Mm -hmm. you know so like i i think this is that kind of year um Okay, I mean, yes, I could see that. I, yeah. I mean, you think Bassett will win? Though? I, I mean, I think Jamie Lee Curtis was was very good, but I think that role could have been played by many other people. Yeah. So, like to me, it was like, okay, it was cool. She's also not in it like a whole bunch, right? But um, you have to take into account supporting actor that it well a it's supporting, but mm-hmm. I mean, Michelle Williams got a Oscar for crying for eighty five mm-hmm. seconds and then leaving. More on her later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just think um, I think maybe it's. Um, like a almost like a homage to Chadwick Boseman too by picking her. Yeah, and I don't know. I just think people love her, and she's she's very mm-hmm. good. Um, I just I don't know. I just have this feeling that she's gonna she's gonna take it. Yeah, I just I for me she wasn't even the greatest performance by a grieving mother in this in this year of yes. film, mm-hmm. which I believe will lead you into your snubs in yes. this category. Yes, yes. Well, so I don't really know if it would be considered. Um, supporting or or not mm-hmm. um, so I'll just mention it now which is Danielle Deadweiler from uh, Till right she I and she maybe oh she... that's right yeah we're doing supporting she would definitely be lead okay. she's well, absolutely number one on the call sheet yeah I do have a that's my fault I that's okay. tried to make that segue smooth and then I just uh, kind of jumped it yeah you blew I missed. it all right I'll see you later man no 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 stay stay I oh, do okay. I do have a snub for supporting actress okay so um, who you got I think Janelle, Janelle Monet was snubbed for Glass Onion I did not that did not even register to me and now I hate myself because you you snubbed the snub yeah but who do you take you just take off Angela Bissett um I think you take off Jamie Lee Curtis wow really I don't know I I mean she's really good but see I thought Jamie Lee Curtis's performance was better than Stephanie Shoes oh I, I don't I don't know I Maybe maybe a James Bassett then. Yeah. I just I mean I there was an okay movie um and I just mm-hmm. I don't know she wasn't in it very much. I, I don't yeah. Know. I I think. But I think Janelle Monae was better than yeah. So I think it's Angela yeah. Bassett because I think her performance was better than Angela Bassett. I think her character existed only to grieve her son in that film, and yes. I think she was a little short shrift by the script. Yeah. Like many people were, and mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bash on it too hard because it was an impossible task to do after. Mm-hmm the loss of Chadwick Boseman. Um, You could make the argument, and I think I might side with it, that they should have waited a little bit longer and recast Black Panther. Because I I think I think the loss... Everybody was still grieving, and so it became just a a tribute movie instead of a good Marvel movie. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think that Black Panther is so core to the stories that they're telling, and the, the character did not need to go away mm-hmm. and that it is a detriment to the MCU to no longer have him yeah, in there. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah. But anyway, Janelle Monet. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she was excellent. I mean, I, I love Janelle Monet both mm-hmm. musically and as an actress. Mm-hmm. So no arguments here. Yeah. That's for sure. And I forget, was she nominated previously for her work in Hidden Figures for uh, Sporting Actress? I think she was. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know who won that year, but she was probably deserving in that as well because she can really bring it on screen. Yeah. Um, it's great. Um, should we now tr- uh, transition into as Cosmo lays on your computer and, pr- and breaks shut, all and your shut, it off. shut all your okay, windows we're, down? We're back, we're back online. All right, great. <laughs> let's we're, we're leaving all this in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's transition now to supporting actor, shall we? Yes. All right, and I'll read the nominees as you try to reboot your windows. Yeah, no, I'm good. Go ahead. Um, okay, so we have Brendan Gleeson from the Banshees of Inisherin. Brian Tyree Henry from Causeway, Judd Hirsch from The Fablemans, Barry Kagan from The Banshees of Minas Sharon, and Kihu Kwan from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And I think this is another category where you and I are on the same page with who should win, who will win, and who is absolutely 100% deserving. Oh, um, no, I might, my should win and will win are different. That is incredibly wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> because who should win is who will win. Uh, okay. Who, well, maybe who we're do you talking have? about the same person. Who do you, well, one of them is very wrong. Oh, okay. Okay, so who do you have? Who should win is Kehu Kwong from Everything Ever All. Absolutely. Yes. There is absolutely no argument for anyone else. I don't think he's going. I think Brendan Gleeson's going to win. I, I, no, I think you're wrong. Okay. No, I think you're wrong. I, think it, I hope I'm wrong. Kehu Kwong has already won multiple awards for the role. Yeah. Brendan Gleeson hasn't. Okay. And I believe the entirety of that film, like, is on the shoulders of Kihu Kwan. Oh, Both the exposition, the emotion. You're preaching to the choir. You everything. don't have to convince me. Well, I'm convincing Academy. anybody the out there who momentarily agreed with you, including mm-hmm. Academy members or mm-hmm. madams. Just, I just think Hollywood loves Brendan Gleeson, so. I, I don't. I mean, he's already been nominated against Kihu Kwan and mm-hmm. has lost in multiple well i hope you know you are correct oh we should say that we have not seen causeway we have not so judging uh brian tyree henry we, we don't know yeah. we have not seen that judging by what i've seen from brian tyree henry this mm-hmm. is absolutely deserved the man is a fantastic actor mm-hmm. but um no kihu <laughs> kwan is without a doubt one of the greatest performances of the year oh. in role supporting or leading you, you, Sean was really angry at me for suggesting that he's not going to win. <laughs> he's I mean, short round. You, I mean, you, you, he's short round and the kid from the Goonies. And then mm-hmm. he comes back decades later mm-hmm. and gives this performance that is just heart-wrenching, beautiful, comedic, amazing, like action-filled. Like, come on. It's it's a it's a Hollywood story that you like if you made it up it would be like so fake i i agree with you and i'm just not sure <laughs> that you know that's going to work by the way fun fact do you know that his um his lawyer kiki kwan's lawyer was is a, another a, guy from the goonies, from goonies right yeah, yeah. Uh, who's not a lawyer jess, jess cohen yeah like but i don't think he's a lawyer he just read over the contract right oh, or something and, yeah i think uh, yeah, yeah I, I only he read the headline. Him or something, but yeah, exactly. But it yeah. was kind of cute. Mm, I saw that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, okay, so right. you think that he should and will should win? Okay. Yes, and if he doesn't, I will turn the Oscars off okay. that night, and I, mean, I will go I, to bed. I'll go on record now by saying I hope uh, that 
he is, that uh, I am wrong. So, yeah, I um, think you are. Did you have any snubs for this category? I for, didn't. I couldn't did I. really think of. I mean, um, <laughs> as much as you know, one of my top five movie moments of the year was Judd Hirsch in Young Steven Spielberg's bedroom, telling him about art, ripping him apart, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That to me was like one of my favorite pieces of cinema this year. I don't really know what he's doing on this list, yeah. but. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there was somebody. I mean, if you really want to like expand into like things that I thought were really, really good mm-hmm. this year. Um, and also, if you want to boil it down to basically one monologue that wins the person this nomination, mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher from Vengeance. Oh, that was, he was very good in that. He right. was incredibly good. And his two monologues and multiple scenes were like really the emotional highs of the film. Um, I thought he was he was incredible, but like it's Ashton Kutcher Mm -hmm. in a film that nobody really saw and that there's no money behind, so he's not going to get nominated. But I would have like stood up and cheered if you know I had seen that. Yeah. Um. Would be awesome, but the Academy is not going to do that. That's true. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Sh- shall we move on? Yeah, we'll go on to um, Best Actor. Sure. For lead roles. We have Austin Butler for Elvis. Oh, I you. Colin Farrell for Banshees of Inner Sharon. Brendan Fraser for Fraser. Sorry, I say that. Fraser. Fraser. Yeah. Uh, do you remember there? There was sidetrack. <laughs> there was a Comedy Central. You know when they had the interstitials? Like, hi, I'm. Ben oh, Stiller, yeah, yeah. and you're watching Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser had one. Yeah. And he said, hi, I'm Brendan Fraser, not Fraser. If you say Fraser, I'm going to come to your house and kill you. And you're watching Comedy Central. That's and funny. I always remember well, there that. Is no, there is no H. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just Fraser. Fraser. Um, it just doesn't flow off the tongue. No, it doesn't. Anyway, Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Um, Paul Mescal for After Sun. And Bill Nye for Living. So, disclaimer, we have not seen After Sun or Living. Right. So, we're really only able to talk coherently about three of them. Yep. Uh, so, let's start with you. What um, what should win? Or who should win? Who should win uh, is Colin Farrell. Agreed. Colin Farrell uh, gave a oh performance of his career. So good. And the thing about it is that it's so earnest mm-hmm. and not at all cheesy no like it it never borders into like cringe or anything like that no. he's just a true person like he just embodies this character and this naivete this hopefulness Simplic- this joy simplicity yes mm-hmm. and he is absolutely incredible i think he's he's wonderful yeah he's just he makes, so good he does it like through all those things, he manages to make things funny. He manages to make things sad. Mm-hmm. Um, that just his both lines, at the same time. Yeah, his delivery. My <laughs> my favorite, favorite line <laughs> of the years. I won't be taking me donkey out when I'm sad. <laughs> it's so good. It's oh my god! It kills me on every level. Like I want to laugh we were my Rowan. head were off. Rowan? I don't think <laughs> yeah. we were Rowan. And it just his. Mm-hmm. His speech about kindness and about oh, the yes. the you know and like intelligence yes for that one, yeah. and just it's 
it's absolutely beautiful and it deserves all the awards and he's already won a fair amount of them so it's great too bad he's not going to win yeah that's what i put too yeah it's gonna be brendan Brendan fraser Fraser. it is yeah yeah i put this okay with it he was he was good in it too i think colin farrell was better i agree um but i think it's just been hyped enough i think it's a i mean it's definitely it's kind of character we haven't seen before like a representation we haven't seen before Mm -hmm. but at the same time though some people are angry about the representation so there might be backlash from that yeah people wouldn't but he has won a a couple of the other ones yeah Um, i i won't be i won't be mad if he wins i do think his performance was very good but i think that um Oh, let me phrase it this way. I would be happier Fraser with Brendan Fraser way? than um, Austin Butler winning for all this. Yeah. Um, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, mm. but I have absolutely no idea what Austin Butler is doing on this list. Well, I mean, he was, I mean, it was good, but I don't know. I think He I'm was fine. Too, I'm just too like, bleh when it comes to Elvis. Yeah. So. Brendan Fraser, it's hard because his role is very important mm-hmm. and it's, a as you said like it does a lot of work in representation and um humanization mm-hmm. of i think an often maligned part of um you know like a subsect of, of people mm-hmm. um that being said i do i don't know i i feel like he was very good but he wasn't to me the most weighty parts of that film i think the greatest performances of that film were everybody surrounding him sure um yeah i just i i don't know i I think he will win i'm happy for the man but ultimately i don't want him to win because i don't think it's it's right that he does um yeah so snubs any snubs yeah, well, for you i just want to say according to cosmo who just walked on the computer right now he wrote y-o-u you next to bill knight um so i think he thinks that he bill thinks bill knight was one okay all <laughs> right be hilarious if that happens going out on a limb there cosmo, cosmo i like it as a prediction i like it because it says well it says c x d o p goop but then it says you at the end okay so, all right, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, snubs. I do have one snub. I do too, but well, only... one and a half, kind of. I, I have one snub that's kind of like a... In a perfect world, people would be recognized for things. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and give yours, and then I'll... I think that um, the the main kid from The Fablemans should have been nominated. He was very good. I thought he was excellent. He was very, very good. Yeah. And um and then the other one I had, which was kind of like, and I'm, I'd be okay if he wasn't on the list, like altogether. But I think he was better than some of the people on there, like Austin Butler. Mm-hmm. Is Daniel Craig for Gus Onion? Yeah, I mean he is definitely a character, and in this one, there's a little more from him. Like you know, in in Knives Out, it's. It's more Anna de Armas's film. Okay. You know? And I think in this one, you get a little bit more of Benoit Blanc. And, okay. like, dive a little bit deeper into him mm-hmm. besides the, you know, southern drawl yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. the very smartness of mm-hmm. the detective work. <laughs> yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Um, 
yeah, I don't think he quite reached the level. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, that to me is kind of, um, or your um, name completely out of my head. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig okay. <laughs> is my Ray Fiennes for the menu. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. So. And I really wish that films like The Menu commanded any sort of awards consideration. Yeah. In that it is a suspense kind of off the beaten path. Some call it a horror. I think they're wrong, but mm-hmm. I think it gets written off that way by mm-hmm. critics. Um, or at least the, um, you know, pinkies and noises in the air <laughs> yeah. type critics. Um and I think Ray Fiennes' performance is excellent. It is chilling. It's um, puzzling. It's funny at times. Okay. And I think he really, it, with a lesser actor in that film, it's not as popular. It is not as good. And it might not even like make it to theaters. It might just be a streaming like film. Okay. Um, I thought, you know... Um, Anya Taylor-Joy was great too, but without anybody to play off of and his kind mm-hmm. of menacing, overbearing kind of power, okay. um, her doe eyes and her, you know, awesome kind of snarkiness don't work. Mm-hmm. And for me, I wish performances like his in movies like this got mm-hmm. recognized for major awards. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's like that with, you know, comedies too that often right. don't get the, the recognition that they should. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to the actress. All right. So the nominees in this category were Kate Planchett for Tar, the aforementioned Anna de Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough for Two Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yao for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And again, I think we can just count to three and say our who will and should win, and it is one, two, three, Michelle, Michelle Yao. Yao. Because damn (laughs) i mean what more could you say about a performance she is a badass she is a like just emotional Mm -hmm. roller coaster she is hilarious and she is everything everywhere all in this movie and yeah i mean it's so hard to talk about this film to people who haven't seen it and not oversell it no more googly eyes (laughs) (laughs) um because it really does sound hyperbolic when you talk about it Mm -hmm. but i mean it it literally touches every bit of emotion and everything Mm -hmm. that you could want out of a film Mm -hmm. and there's quiet parts there's loud parts there's well and not to mention she's you know with her multiverse jumping she's playing so many characters at one time also right Um, and then not only that but then internalizing them into an, another character. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that like each a character part... that keeps gaining knowledge about all these other things she could have been. Right. And dealing with those. And taking on right. mannerisms mm-hmm. and perspectives of those other versions mm-hmm. of herself and just adding that to her. Also, her kung fu was just amazing. Yes. And <laughs> the Academy, I think if we, you know, if you were watching the Golden Globes, <laughs> Stop. I she's, can beat you up. she's ready to fight. And I don't think you want the smoke. Yeah. So mm-hmm. do what is right. Yeah. Do your job and vote Michelle Yao yeah. because there is absolutely nobody else on this list that can touch her. Yeah. Um, although I um, I think Kate Blanchett could, could win. I... I would, again, just turn mm-hmm. the 
<laughs> I would I'd turn the broadcast off and lose all faith in <laughs> in humanity, basically. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk snubs? Yeah, I have two of them. Yeah, I have two as well. Two that I would replace. Um, <laughs> on well, this we list. haven't seen Blonde or Two Leslie, right? But we all know Sean would replace Will- Michelle Williams with a rock. Get so out of there, you multi-accent <laughs> having terrible, <laughs> terrible performance. <laughs> Yeah, um, so we'll take her out. Um, yeah, I had. I I bet you we have this one of the same, and mm-hmm. actually probably both the same. Okay, Go I ahead. said Danielle Deadweiler from Till. Oh, we actually don't have both the same. Okay, continue. Um, yes, I mean like she her was, performance was phenomenal. She I think was great. that I think that movie overall was completely snubbed. It doesn't have anything on here. It had nothing behind it. Sadly, yeah. there was no money. Like, there oh, was that no been like adapted. studio support. That could have been adapted. Yeah, that's the story of yeah of him, and I think it and it is based, based on, on the, book. the book or a magazine article. Yeah. I want to um, say. So yeah. I think that was snubbed in many ways. Yeah, uh, yeah. But definitely her performance. I thought she was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had uh, Viola Davis for oh. Woman King. Woman King as a whole was very snubbed. I think. Yes. Yeah, so that was my one, and I could have sworn that the other one that I was going to name. Oh, maybe that I'll heard, name in a minute is one that you somebody. absolutely forgot about. And I guess I did. Forget I think that you one. Ch- forgot to check the other sheet on okay. the spreadsheet. Um, let's talk Viola Davis for a second, oh, okay. though. She is. I mean, a lot of things we just said about Michelle. Yeah, she's badass. It's very much <laughs> the same it, without the comedy. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. take out the comedy, and mm-hmm. that was her performance. The emotions just, that she goes through in that movie, plus yes. kicking butt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just really surprised she wasn't on there. Yeah, I, I wish she was. I don't know. I, I have, Usually the Academy loves me. From what I've heard about Blonde, I don't really understand Anna de Armas's inclusion besides the fact that the uh, Academy is just up its own butt well, about, about mm-hmm. Hollywood and old Hollywood. And yeah, I yeah. think, honestly, that's why Babylon isn't nominated for anything. It's because mm-hmm. Babylon literally, at times, takes a giant poop on that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, poop on. Yes. Okay, but the other one, which I'm flabbergasted okay. you did not include. I must have forgotten someone. Emma Thompson from Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. Oh, I did. Um, I don't know. I think it's just like there was no way that movie was going to get mentioned at all. I don't know. She's good, but I don't think she's. She's incredible. Best. Yeah. I think he maybe should have been nominated. Let me mention it. I would, I would have enjoyed that. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, that movie overall was just like not, didn't get the. Right. credit that it deserved right but i thought i thought she was, she was wonderful excellent. they both like were. she you know goes through a roller coaster of emotions and talks mm-hmm. about things that aren't talked about on screen yeah and true are important and also mm-hmm. representative yeah i think it was more just that the writing of that movie blew me away more than necessarily the like performances i think yeah but that's without the delivery yeah that writing doesn't sparkle as true. much i mean i don't disagree with you but wow that's why i didn't, I didn't really like think I'm, of it i'm shocked yeah. i thought she absolutely deserved it okay i would agree with you yeah um i also have uh i didn't see it yet but i feel like Someone from Women Talking should probably be on this list. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> like I said, we haven't seen it yet, but like it's in all these other categories. And I always think it's interesting when a movie is nominated for best like film and then doesn't even have like category yeah. winning things I, anywhere else. I wonder if that film, because it does seem to be an ensemble piece. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's not working it against it. Oh, no, so that like literally person, you yeah. could have nominated four women for supporting actress, but there's not mm-hmm. like one nominee. There's like Francis McDormand, who's probably the bigger name gotcha. out of everybody, but I don't know 
how that point. works um, because it does seem to me to be a very like democratic just from the trailers and from mm-hmm. what I've heard that it is literally women talking. So okay. I don't know if it's, there's one like that That's you can elevate. Point. Okay. All right. That could be why. Yeah. I was um, just surprised. Yeah. I'm just really excited to see it now. And I'm like, I feel like that's, you know, <laughs> like it's going to uh, really kind of cement the picture in my head as to who's deserving and all mm-hmm. of this. But yeah. Cool. All right. Let's move on to uh, director. Yeah. Take it away. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, <laughs> the nominees were Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Inishirin. Uh, the duo known as the Daniels for everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, a little guy known as Steven Spielberg. See, I think it's. Spielberg. I hate that I joke. Know, I'm I sorry. Think I it's Spielberg. No, I hate that joke. Okay. I I literally cannot stand that when people are like, uh, "There's a little film called um, Star Wars coming out." Oh, okay. I I hate that, and I don't know why I just did that. Do you want to stop? I kind of no. Too I deserve. Late now. I deserve <laughs> the ridicule. to let it in. Go ahead, <laughs> comment on our posts on Instagram, Married Movies Podcast. And send us a, an email. Um, yeah. Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Uh, Todd Field for Tar and Ruben Ostland for Triangle of Sadness, which we haven't mentioned at all so far on this no, list. No, not. Uh, it was an honorable mention for me on my top mm-hmm. 10 of the year. And I thought a, a really good movie. And I'm really kind of um, happy that something got nominated. And um, this uh, this one is kind of perplexing to me, but... Uh, mm-hmm. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, what, you mean what category it ends up yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, because I don't. Was it in cinematography? It might have been. Yeah, because I was. I, I although I remember the cinematography one being a category where I was like, "What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. But uh, I digress. The point at hand: mm-hmm. who will, who should? Okay, who should win? We all know the answer to that. Everything, mm-hmm. everywhere, all Daniels, at once. absolutely. Yes, who's going to win? Steven Spielberg. Nah, I disagree. You think everything's going to win? No. Oh. I think Martin McDonough's going to win for Banshees of Inisherin. Oh, okay. I don't think that... I don't know. Now I'm going to... I'm saying the opposite of what I just said. But I think Martin McDonough deserves to win over Spielberg. Mm-hmm. But now that you do say it, I mean, I literally just said they're up their own butt about movies and mm-hmm. this is like the most movie movie It's a movie that about movie. a very famous ma- movie making dude in his early days of movie making. Right, exactly. So, I don't know. I think I think it's probably 50-50 out of McDonough and Spielberg and I think the Directors Guild Award is really going to sway kind of where this goes. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I'm okay if Banshees wins over the Daniels. Yeah. For director. Yeah. Like, although I'm not, (laughs) to be honest, like you say that, but I'm not because look at what, I mean, degree of difficulty, right? I mean, look at what the Daniels put together Mm -hmm. and made. And I'm not saying that Banshees of Inisherin isn't well directed. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying it's hard to make a film. It's not hard to make a film like that. Yeah, sure. Um, But, I mean, just, again, it's a generational film Mm -hmm. that is, like, a top ten of all time. So how do you compete with that on any level? Like, you you can't. And I don't know. I Maybe they get it right. Maybe the Daniels do win. Maybe Everything Everywhere um, comes away on the night with, like, nine out of their 11 Oscars. That would be awesome. That would be... 
justice mm -hmm. in the world. That would be, you <laughs> that know. That would be well with the world. Right? I mean, <laughs> well, in the world of cinema. Yes. Anyway. Right, yeah. In the world of cinema awards that at the end of the day don't mean anything. An absolute anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, mm. I think Tar is oddly placed in this category. Yes. but um yeah so do you have any snubs i do we should take out that tar garbage um <laughs> the garbage the garbage yes and i think rrr should have been on this list okay so we haven't mentioned the mm -hmm. elephant tiger wolf uh in the snakes <laughs> in the room yet and talked about rrr mm -hmm. honestly uh that yeah that's my fault because mm -hmm. there are um probably four snubs that we haven't mentioned so far for, that, for that are rrr yes i think adapted mm -hmm. screenplay i think mm -hmm. um actor yeah i don't know i mean i think they were both good but for me it wasn't like the acting that was like the main awesomeness of that movie it was the direction and the writing yeah and like cinematography yeah of it and then yes the director i think and i think um, yeah rrr was was just absolutely disrespected. Yes. Because it was an awesome movie. Yes. So I think it should have been on there. And then what everybody is talking about is like, where are my girls at? Mm -hmm. We got no ladies on this list. Right. And I mean, not that that should be the only qualification for being on here, but you know, like where's women talking? Where's, um, is the woman King was a female director too, wasn't it? I, think so. uh, I believe so yes yeah. um so just you know previously they were like oh we're gonna get more women on our list and they had all these women and now this year was like oh yeah we'll just kind of forget about that mm -hmm. um that again mainly i'm wondering just what what women talking looks like right um it could also just be that the problem is that there aren't enough women directors in general all the big movies this year were still directed by men. So Absolutely, we, need, we yeah. just need more women out there to begin with. Um, but it's just unfortunate to see like there wasn't that representation there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a shame that don't worry, darling had all the kind of the um, controversy around it and mm -hmm. like, wasn't a better film, mm -hmm. you know, for Olivia Wilde. Um, but looking at this list now of the best films uh, directed by women, After Sun was directed by Charlotte Wells. Oh, and, and that yeah. that is nominated in other categories. Mm -hmm. And so, like, yeah, it's it's a it's a real bummer. Mm -hmm. um, women Talking was not directed by a woman, though. Oh, it wasn't. No. Oh, well, then I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, Wait, how is that movie not directed by a woman? <laughs> <laughs> At least not that I'm seeing on this well, list. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> oh, no, wait, it was. How is that 20th on this list? That's weird. Mm. Yeah, Sarah Pauly directed Yeah, I was insane. That was it. Yeah. Well, I don't know who Stacker is, but it seems like that should be higher than 20th on your list of 25 <laughs> films directed by women. <laughs> uh, anyway, I digress. <laughs> yes. Um Yeah. So, so did you have any other snubs besides RRR? No, I didn't. Um... Yeah, when I looked back over the films, it's like, okay, I mean, I didn't love The Fablemans, but yes, it was Spielberg well. knows how to make exactly. a film. Like, he really knows how to make a film. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the only other ones, yeah, 
I don't know. I, I wouldn't really throw anything else out there. Um, you could make like an outside argument for Top Gun, considering of how technically mm-hmm. hard that must have been to make. Um, and the same goes for James Cameron, uh-huh. which, um, to be honest, I'm kind of um, like emboldened by the fact that he's not on this list okay because while i do think it's like an incredible undertaking and an incredible result i think that um the people on here say what you will about tar but i think these directors all really oh yeah no i yeah i at least over over that movie uh, over avatar agreed yeah yeah all right so i think that brings us to best picture to the big mama jamma yes so the best picture nominees all quiet on the western front Avatar, Lee of the Water, The Manchies of Wiener Sharon, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle, Sadness, Sadness, and Women Talking. Yes. Right. I hate to correct you, but it is Avatar, The Way of Water, not, not water. Way of the Water. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, it should actually be not on this list at all, is where it should be. <laughs> Well, let's. This is what I don't understand. Yeah, these movies: All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, and Top Gun. They're in like none of the acting, directing categories. Like, Mm -hmm. why? Why are they here? I don't understand how you can claim something is the best picture when they're like not anywhere else on these lists. That oh well, Top Gun's on adapted screenplay. I just, yeah. I just some of these movies I don't understand where it's like, we've given out all these awards, we haven't even mentioned this movie at all, but now here it is for Best Picture. Yeah. Well, All Quiet was nominated for a lot the of other foreign. things, I think, right? Well, it was best. It was for Best Foreign Film. Yeah, which it, absolute travesty among travesties that that wasn't RR. nominated for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that RR wasn't nominated mm-hmm. for that. That's like absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Elvis should be on this list. So Elvis, I completely agree with. Mm-hmm. 100% agree with. Um, just looking it up now. Um, best Picture, Adapted Screenplay, International Film Feature, Best Original Score, Best Sound, Production, Cinematography, Makeup and Hairstyle, and Visual Effects are for, all for All Quiet on the Western Front. Front. Okay. So, Okay. Here's why I'm conflicted about what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Elvis, I agree with. Elvis, I don't, I don't think, is should be on this list okay. at all. Um, films like Top Gun and Avatar. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a very real argument that I like at my heart agree with that populist films can be the best film of the year. Okay, I'm okay. You know? yeah, I can get that. And when we don't nominate things like this, achievements like this, Top Gun single-handedly bringing the box office back to life, mm-hmm. essentially, Avatar being the most surpassing technical achievement in cinema since mm-hmm. Citizen Kane, um, that was pretty hyperbolic. But yeah, it was. I, I mean, it changed uh, a lot. Say it's no, not though. No, it like, um, where is the lie? <laughs> um, <laughs> that was for like four people that probably don't (laughs) listen to this podcast um but yeah so i think including populist movies is a good thing and i think that why aren't they in other categories well because we're not there yet you know so this movie was really good 
but there were way better actors and actresses and directors. But this movie was still good. Because, so it still win Best Picture. Because this list can be expanded to 10. Okay. And that's why it appears on these lists. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. We all know the actual nominees are Banshees, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Fableman's, Tar, and Women Talking. Mm-hmm. Those are the five real nominees yes. for Picture. Mm-hmm. And the others are also Rans, are highly commended, are the, you know honorary mentions of this list which i enjoy having them on here you know um but yeah i i just i don't know i i agree with you that quality wise they're not there on the same level but i like including them in the conversation of saying put them in a different category of like right but then that's such like a backhanded oscar like you're the best of the populist crap that we don't care about crap no but it's i mean that's what it would be right yes it's like oh yes the 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 regular people can have their oscars too (laughs) yeah here you go tom (laughs) you know like i just i don't know i i i hear what you're saying Mm. but and and honestly i agree more with top gun like Mm. top gun's like super awesome thrill ride Mm -hmm. of a film and i like the technical achievement and like i love a good action film but there's really besides the scene with val kilmer there's like very little heart yeah because sorry there's very little heart that doesn't rely on a terrible film that's Mm -hmm. 30 to 40 years old at this point yeah that does not age well and that the best part about is a shirtless volleyball scene. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't like Top Gun. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, does not. Um, so, mm. yeah, I, I don't know. I I disagree. I think it's mm. it's good that they're here. Now, okay. do but I think I there's other ones? I think you just contradicted ones? yourself in saying, like, but we all know there's actually five. But we'll mention the other ones here. To me, that's just as insulting as, like, putting them in a separate category. Like, everybody know, like, you know, Top Gun is not going to win Best Picture. Right. So why put it in this category? Like, uh, I think it's like, oh, we can expand it to 10 now, so we're just going to pick 10 movies. Even if half of them are, like, random, not going to win at all. Yeah. I mean, half the years they only pick nine or sometimes even eight. But Mm. I just, I don't know. I What would you even call the other category, though? Box office sensation. That's just, (laughs) I mean, that's just a list of who made the most money. Yeah, I guess. You know? Like, films like, I wish that... No, like, here are the top money-making ones, which was the best of those. Yeah. Eh. But then, like, you're literally nominating Jurassic Park, uh, Fallen Dominion, whatever, Dominion, Mm -hmm. as an an Oscar-nominated film? No. Get out. Okay. But I think attention should be paid to the films like Toy Story 3 or, like, Mm -hmm. Up or, um, honestly, I think, um... Uh, Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. should have been nominated for Best Picture that year, considering what it did yeah. and how many people well, like. But it was loved still, it. actually still a good movie, right? Exactly, and I would say that Avatar is too. Yeah. It's not Best Picture, but I'm not saying it should win yeah. Best Picture. Okay. I'm well, just we... saying that including it is not the worst thing in the world. Okay, but we all know what should win. Yes, uh, we actually even haven't done <laughs> what we set out to do. So, yeah. yeah, we obviously both want everything everywhere all at once to win. 
What do you think will win? I think it has a really good chance. I honestly think it's going to win. It, just based on like the number of nominees it's gotten, how it's done at the other, yeah, the other films, um, and I said I think the only one giving it a run for its money is Banshees. Yeah, I don't think any of these other movies are even close to touching it. I don't even think the Fablemans ends. I don't. I don't think it is. No. If, I don't. I think it's going to win. I hope it wins. If it doesn't win, Banshees is going to be the thing to beat it. Yes. Um, it'll be interesting to see um, the... Have the BAFTAs been given out yet? I don't think so. Okay. It'll be interesting to see if it'll win the BAFTA because... You have both All Quiet on the Western Front nominated there and Banshees of Inisherin, which is, you know, British adjacent, mm-hmm. <laughs> at least, um, nominated for films there. And Elvis is nominated for that, too. I just, I don't understand. Yeah, was, Boss Lorman's great and all. It was all, good, but, but I don't know. He's just shaking his hips. Um, <laughs> what? I'm sorry. He's <laughs> <laughs> shaking his hips. Um, uh, we didn't, I have, I have two snubs. Okay, yeah. I uh, would take off got? Elvis and mm-hmm. Top Gun, mm-hmm. and I'd be putting in RRR until. Yeah, I would definitely put RRR in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually kind of forgot to look through my list and, and you know, say what would be on here. Mm-hmm. Um, just top I mean, of my in an ideal world, Vengeance is on your list, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Vengeance was my number three film of the year, so, mm-hmm. like... That that would be just a monumental shift in the you know hierarchy of Hollywood if if a film like Vengeance ever made it on here because there's just no money behind it. Sadly, yeah, yeah. I think The Menu also um, is oh. another film that like again doesn't get recognized. And then yeah, I, I think that's it. I, I don't think as much as I love them, I can make the case for like Glass Onion or Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Yeah. Um. I just can't make that case. No. You know? Um, oh, I remember the other the other film that I would nominate in, like, the Rookie of the Year would be um, Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Oh, that was excellent, too. Um, and even Marcel the Shell, I think that's, a you oh, know, I their first feature. Oh, was... um, which Marcel the Shell nominated for Best Animated Film, even though um, really 96% of it is uh, real people yeah. in a real house with real cameras filming actual spaces but whatever it was mm-hmm. nominated it's gonna lose anyway so <laughs> it's it's fine yeah. um good for them go party a24 bringing the heat this year oh actually getting nominees in categories that like you know the the non-film minutia people pay attention to my heart is full i am very happy <laughs> yes. um yeah i'm just i mean a24 man can yeah. Just their movies are so good. Yeah. They're so good. I'm just so happy that everything ever all at once got as many nominations as it did. I really thought it was gonna be go like unnoticed by Yeah. Most because it is I have said this before, it's not a movie for everyone. Yeah. I mean I It's a movie with something for everyone, but the movie itself is not for everyone. I agree. And um I had that conversation with somebody at work. They were like, I saw it. I didn't. I didn't think it was as great as you think it was, and I'm like, it's okay. I understand. I mean, you're wrong, but I understand. Yeah, that's the thing. There, it's it like... is. It's a movie. If people 
don't watch a lot of movies and mm-hmm. like they don't love movies. Right. They're not necessarily going to enjoy everything ever offers. Right. And if they're not open to the experience yeah. because it's very, it is high concept mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't want to work that hard. Yes. And I think the first 25, 30 minutes of the film, that first time that you see it, mm-hmm. um, is like, what? Yeah. And there are, <laughs> and it all pays off there, though. Yeah. That's the, that's the brilliance of the film is mm-hmm. that it will pay off and reward you mm-hmm. for watching it. Yeah. But a, a lot of people might not make it that far. Yeah. And, and that's okay. It's, it's not a movie where I'm like, oh my God, if you don't get this movie, you just don't get, like, I get right. it. Yeah. That it's not something that, you know, everybody is going to be totally into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still think it should win Best Picture. And I, I hope that it does. Yeah. Um, maybe we will be having a an episode in which we uh, are either really angry at the Academy or very yeah. happy with the Academy. There will definitely be a follow-up, <laughs> I yes. think, at least a, a segment yeah. on a upcoming um, episode, which we hope to do a little bit more consistently. Um, yes. To be honest, we haven't seen that many movies besides the two that we mentioned at the beginning. Mm-hmm. We really haven't watched that many features um, since you know we made our our end of year yes. list um, well because movie the really good ones don't tend to come out at that time right that and then uh, basically the the one that i saw megan um but mm-hmm. obviously if you're a loyal madam you know that monica's not really into that no, um, that's not my <laughs> um it was fun by the way uh go check it out yeah. if you like that kind of thing it mm-hmm. it wasn't quite as campy or as gory as i wanted it to be because it's only pg-13 mm-hmm. but um yeah it's fun <laughs> i think our next episode will definitely be about women talking uh it's a yeah it's yeah. six to five and pick them i think for sure mm-hmm. and then um also possibly after sun oh yes yeah there are the, definitely um, a couple movies on this list we do yeah. want to see we we'll don't do have another. plans friday or sunday right so i, don't think, I feel I like don't think so. it could be a two two yes. three film weekend so for we, us. okay matt we'll say now we promise we will do another episode before the oscars we will we will uh, do another episode before the oscars there you go <laughs> that is the promise right there um yeah so um if you've seen some of these movies you agree with us you disagree with us uh let us know uh you can send us an email at married movies podcast at gmail.com uh disclaimer if you have anything bad to say about everything ever all at once just don't send that email because we will disown you uh <laughs> i mean you know we're open to your opinions about yeah. anything else uh you know just not that movie <laughs> uh i'll and, still read it though yeah yeah i'll still read it not on the podcast and then print it out and throw it in the garbage yes. and set it on fire yes symbolically <laughs> yes um you can also uh, check us out on instagram married movie podcast facebook we're on spotify we're on apple podcast we're on what's the other one uh google podcast and like like lots of other all those ones where you aggregates wherever you might listen to your podcast yes uh and i think um i think that's gonna do it for this week's episode of married at At the the movies. movies